The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop and Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. You're listening to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is April the 19th of 2023. I had this thought this morning about the pandemic. And I started thinking, you know, we're going to have guests in studio this morning and think about how weird it was if we rewind back like two years ago. And we were afraid to be around anybody. Yeah, it was crazy. I can't believe it all happened. No, it seems like it's this it's this pipe dream weird thing that happened. But like we were afraid to be around people, mm-hmm. afraid to go out in public. And, you know, it's just really random yeah. that we lived through all that. And here we are today. Uh, today, speaking of, is National Banana Day. I like bananas. Do you remember, uh, remember when our buddy David the Barrel Boy would come in and he would uh, eat a banana and basically one and a half bites? Yeah, and I think it was, it wouldn't have bothered us except for he had, he would, you could hear the mushiness. Yeah. And he would make this weird eye contact as we were uh, (laughs) watching him eat the banana. (laughs) Like he was awkward about it, the fact he was trying to eat it so fast. Uh huh. Because he knew who was in the room. You. Yeah. You know, I miss David. He's no longer with us. (laughs) He's still alive, though. Huh? Uh huh. It's also, this is a big day for Kelly. It's National Hanging Out Day. What? So I'm always just hanging out? Evidently. Okay, Brandon. National Garlic Day, National Cat Lady Day as well. Mm. <clears throat> so coming up this morning on the show, uh, we have news on DeMar Hamlin. He's mm-hmm. the guy that we saw on Monday Night Football who took that hit. and He went out. He was the Buffalo Bills player, and he's set to make a return to the NFL. He's ready to make the comeback, and he's telling us kind of what he believes happened. Mm. We'll tell you about that coming up. Also, Matthew McConaughey. A lot of people think he's pretty awesome. Yes. He's about to have a seminar on life. Sign me up. Like, how can we live our lives better? We'll hear that from Matthew McConaughey. Plus, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, there's new versions of that coming out. Netflix is about to end this long-running program they have. Garth and Dolly together, getting us ready for the ACM Awards. And Luke Combs, he's already taken over country music, and now is he ready to take over pop music? We'll tell you about all that stuff this morning as you get your day started with Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So DeMar Hamlin is the Buffalo Bills player who on January the 2nd was hit on uh, Monday Night Football. And if you remember, because I was watching the game live, we saw the guy take the hit and then he got back up and then all of a sudden, boom, he went down. Mm -hmm. The game was stopped. Everybody in the stadium was wondering what was happening A lot of us didn't think DeMar was going to make it, especially by the way that people were talking in the news reports Uh after. And all of a sudden, we saw this miraculous comeback. And all of a sudden, he's in the hospital, and he's showing people that he has his fun going on. And uh, now we know he's been cleared for a return to the NFL. Wow. Gosh. Which, I mean, if you were watching that Monday night football game, there's no doubt you probably were kind of like us, where you're thinking, oh my gosh, we just now watched somebody pass away on TV. it was terrible. So the story is, is uh, his doctors believe he suffered this rare type of cardiac arrest where when he was hit, he took a blow to the chest at the wrong time in his heartbeat. And however freaky that is, that's what put him out. So he basically says that this type of a deal where uh, you get hit, you come back up and five to se- seven seconds later, you're back down. Gosh. 
And that's what they believe it was. They don't believe it was anything freaky, that freaky. They just believe that it was some type of a wild situation where he was hit at the exact wrong time. But as a mom, like, I, I'm like, then my kids will never, ever play any type of contact sport ever. Right. And see, that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Because if that's one of those deals that nobody could ever predict it. And how has that not happened before? Mm-hmm. It's just wild. Yeah. So, uh, DeMar Hamlin set to make a comeback. I mentioned a few minutes ago that Matthew McConaughey, a lot of ladies think he's really awesome. He is. Is it just because, I mean, I, I know we have a lot in common. Is it because he's oh, okay. able to play it so cool? It's that, and, you know, I've been watching him since Days and Confused, so for a long time, but he's kind of evolved, and now he he's written and uh, done an audio book called Greenlight, and I've actually listened to it. It's really good and motivational, and it did so well. It's like a bestseller for, I think it still is on the bestselling uh, oh, wow. book list, and now he's going to do some type of uh, tour. I think Tony Robbins is involved, too. Yeah, so it's a seminar he's going to be doing. It happens on Monday at 1 o'clock Eastern, which is noon our time. And basically, it's called uh, The Art of Living, and Tony Robbins is going to be a part of this. Now, you do have to sign up online, but you can be a part of this online seminar where Matthew McConaughey is going to tell you how he lives his life. Yeah, it's super interesting, and it's not what you would think. No. You don't think so? Well, according to his book, I mean, he just, he's done a lot of living. Huh. Yeah. I just remember there was a story like 15 or 20 years ago that they caught him uh, playing bongos. Remember he that? actually addresses that in the story, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, so like he didn't have any clothes on, and he's playing the bongo drums. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else ever been in that state of mind? <laughs> Here I am. Bongo drums. Just hanging around. Anyway, it's going to be at noon, our time, on Monday. It's called The Art of Living. If you want to be a part of this, if you want to reserve your online seat, you can go to artoflivingevent.com. There's going to be other self-help people, like Kelly mentioned, people like Tony Robbins and people like that, that are going to be there with them. But if you're a fan of Matthew McConaughey, okay, okay, okay. Brandon. Was that from The Firm? Oh, my gosh. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Entergy Arkansas. They're donating $50,000 to the American Red Cross to help Arkansans with tornado recovery. And Entergy is also saying that uh, they're going to match employee donations as well, up to $50,000. So if you were an Energy employee and you said, hey, I'm going to donate 1500 bucks today, they're going to match that as well. Wow. So Entergy's CEO, her name is Laura Landro. She says, in times of natural disasters, restoring power is just the beginning of their commitment to the community. She says, food, water, shelter, and supplies are crucial to the restoration process. And Entergy wants to continue to support those communities as they rebuild around Arkansas. Now, Entergy's having to rebuild as well because of those tornadic storms from a few weeks ago. Uh, 1,600 power poles went down, 435 transformers, and 2,000 spans of wire, all which they have to repair. But Entergy Arkansas is donating $50,000 to the American Red Cross and then pledging to match up to $50,000 in their employee donations as well. So here's to you. Entergy Arkansas. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. 
High Five. And today's High Five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Wednesday morning. It is April the 19th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have country music news today on Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks. Operator, won't you put me on through? I gotta sip my love, got a bad news. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? I gotta talk to the girl this one more time. So Garth and Dolly have been announced as co-hosts of the ACM Awards, and I love them both individually and evidently together. They're going to have really funny chemistry as well. Uh, the ACM Awards have shared a teaser, and this is Garth walking into the dressing room with Dolly, and Garth is making sure that Dolly's going to help him through the entire show yes. process. This is what it sounds like. Woo. Hey, Dolly. Woohoo! Don't you look handsome. Are you ready for a big night? Yeah, I'm a little nervous, to be honest, first time and all. Oh, don't be nervous. I'm going to be right here with you. You've done this before, right? Oh, I've done this before. Plenty of times. Plenty of people. Really? Yeah, and I personally am going to make this the best night of your life. We're talking about hosting the ACM Award Show, right? <laughs> well, of course. What did you think we was talking about? But but if you have any problem, you just, yes, just look at me. Yes, ma'am. Up here. Up here. Yes, ma'am. Anyway, it's a really cute teaser trailer. It's out right now. You can check it out on social media and on YouTube. It's the ACM Awards hosted by Garth and Dolly. They take place on May the 11th live from Frisco, Texas. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. is headed to pop radio he's officially sending over his cover of fast car to us pop top 40 radio as an official single from his album getting old now he first sang this song originally done by tracy chapman back in 2018 and he put up this low quality acoustic preview from his hotel room but since then fans have been basically begging him hey we want a studio version we love this song well here's the thing he delivered here's fast car covered by luke combs i love this song and I still love it now I when know. it's sung by him. Luke Combs headed to pop radio with this. You got a fast car, and I want to take it to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. I think that's cool. It is cool. So, Fast Car, headed to Pop Radio by Luke Combs. And country music news today on Wynona. So Wynona is headed to Paramount Plus. The story is is they're doing a documentary. It's a full feature length documentary on Wynona as she navigates the next phase of her life after the passing of her mother. Uh, Wynona says this is real and it's raw and it's a celebration of sadness uh, and basically it's a celebration of Naomi's life as well. And it shows people that she leaned on during one of the toughest seasons of her life. Wynona goes on to say, and I quote, if doing so helps one person out there choose life, 
then I'm grateful. So Winona, and it's called Between Hell and Hallelujah. It's going to premiere on Paramount Plus on Wednesday, April the 26th. And of course, when you think about Winona and her mama, you think about the judge. All those hits from the mid eighties. Get ready for the Judds on Paramount Plus. Again, it's Winona between Hell and Hallelujah. It premieres on Wednesday, April the twenty-sixth. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know the average American factory worker in 1890 was putting in 100 hours in a week? Oh, my goodness. Yep. It's almost like they work in media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you know... David Prowse, the guy who played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy, was a weightlifting champion and helped Christopher Reeve bulk up for Superman. So, yes, you could say Darth Vader was Superman's personal trainer. Ooh, that's kind of cool right there. And did you know Leanne Rimes won a Grammy Award when she was just 14 years old, making her the youngest person to ever receive this award. She won for her 1997 remake of Blue, originally recorded by Bill Mack in 19. 19- 58, and I know you remember the song. Come on, Leah. That's a 14 year old. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Yeah. That'd be like Kai singing. Yes. Almost. Uh-huh. Wow. That's a big deal. friends with Leanne Rimes. We did. You can't say you're friends with someone if they just respond to a tweet. We were responding back and forth for a number of days there. Huh. We're pretty tight. Interesting. For a minute. She's a Texas kid, so you know. Okay. It's one of those things. Uh-huh. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Some of you suckers might be cut off from Netflix coming up pretty soon. I'm sorry. What? Say that one more time. Some of you might be cut off from Netflix pretty soon. Oh. What, what for? What, what, what have we done? Well, you know how you've been uh, stealing people's passwords from that password generator for years? No, I don't know. I've been doing that. I did not know. No, you know that password generator you sent me to download, and uh-huh. I was like, I don't know if we should do this. Right, and then you just went ahead and did it? I did not do that. Netflix is about to cut off their DVDs. Oh, oh! You should be in trouble then. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you and and your wife still purchase DVDs. Most of our favorite shows come uh-huh. on DVDs or sometimes on beta tapes. <laughs> no, so Netflix has been doing the DVD thing by mail for 25 years. That was such a big deal when it first started. No, but I didn't realize it had been 25 years ago. Like I remember 10 years ago or like 15 years ago. Because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, like they were all about it. Look, we have all these movies that we got from Netflix. I'm like, what is that? What I, is it? No, I don't know if but, she sounds like that. but Oh, she does. But anyway, what they're doing is they're saying that based on the shrinking DVD world, 
that they feel it's best just to uh, continue to focus on their streaming and not their DVD products. I don't blame them. But they are thanking everybody who ever added a DVD to their queue and they were waiting by their mailbox for the DVD to show up. I remember it was a big deal. So you get the red envelope and yep. like your movies were there. Yep. Did you ever do that? I did. Yeah. Oh, you did? When Kurt was little, I did. Yeah. Well, we never did that. Until now. What? No, we're not going to start. always jump on the trend about 25 years later. Yeah. So. Me and Fonzie, right? <laughs> so basically, they are going to uh, start to institute their paid sharing plan, which this is going to be good news for Kelly because she'll be what? mooching off people and she will, she'll have less of a chance of getting in trouble. Okay. <clears throat> but basically what that is, is you have paid sharing where like you have, you know, multiple people who can log in from different locations, but you got to pay more for it. Yeah. Because how many people do you know? They're like, oh, no, I use my brother-in-law's this and I use my friend's this. Yep. Like there's all these different streaming services and most of us don't want to pay for every single one of them. So, you know, people share passwords. There's also news out on Reese's, you know, the peanut butter cups. Yes. They're about to do a couple new peanut butter cups. Okay. And I don't know why you mess with perfection, but I can just tell you this, that sometimes those other Reese's peanut butter cups are even better than the original. Okay, well, what, what's the new ones? Well, one of them is going to be a new creamy filling. This is a more creamy, smoother texture than the ones that are currently there. I wonder if it's like the inside of a Cadbury egg. The inside of a Cadbury egg? Yeah, you know how you break open the egg and it has like the kind of the gooey white oh, cream? i never seen peanut butter that just runs on out. It didn't, you didn't say peanut butter. No, that's what it is. It's going to be a peanut butter filling that's more creamy. Oh, and they're also going to do a crunchy peanut butter filling. And I love the peanut butter with the crunch in it. Yeah. So that might be kind of good. They also have these new, the the ones that have like pretzels in them. Have you tried the ones that have little fragments of chips? Well, it's, they're good because it gives you that crunch and the salt. So they are good. Mm-hmm. See, I've never tried those. They kind of look good, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to go there with them. Yeah. If you need something salty and sweet, perfect. Here's one of the ways you can judge people. If you know a person who doesn't like... Reese's peanut butter cups, they're probably a bad person. What if they're allergic to peanuts, Brandon? Uh-huh. Well, that could be an issue as well. But typically that's not the issue is what you're saying? Typically they're just bad people if they don't Brandon, like peanut butter. You I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. People are crazy. A 21-year-old woman in New York named Jaylene Mota was recently hired by Buffalo Wild Wings, but she didn't want to go into work last weekend. She wanted to play hooky, so she uh, latched, excuse me, she hatched a really dumb plan. She sent text messages to random people claiming that someone was going to, quote, shoot up the Buffalo, that Buffalo Wild Wings location. She said it would be a massacre, said that lots of people are going down. Oh she gosh. knew people would believe her and warn the restaurant because unfortunately this kind of thing happens all the time in America but she should have known that they'd also call the police who could just easily trace the messages back to her which they did. Mm. Jaylene was arrested and it is looking up to five years in prison all to have to not go to work for a day. Wow that's a mess. Speaking of playing hooky a man and his grandson are out playing catch in the front yard when he sees his grandson's teacher approaching. He says to his grandson go hide buddy now it's your teacher aren't you skipping school? The kid's said no you go hide grandpa quick why should i the grandpa said you're the one skipping school here that's the problem grandpa he said i told my teacher you died this morning that's why i'm skipping school oh no you can't do that and there's even more proof that people are crazy 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. As always, the podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Let me tell you this. My birthday (laughs) is coming up on Friday. And y'all, if you're looking for a great birthday gift for me, think about crumble cookies. And Brandon, there are such good ones on the menu this week. First of all, the birthday cake featuring Oreo, a thick cookie made with Oreo cookie pieces covered in vanilla cream cheese frosting and topped with more Oreo cookie pieces and rainbow sprinkles. I know. That sounds good. And it's birthday cake on my birthday week. Exactly. There's also the peanut butter munch featuring the Muddy Buddies. Now, this is a peanut butter cookie that they top with a symphony of milk chocolate, muddy buddy pieces, and a sprinkle of powdered sugar. And cotton candy, a fluffy vanilla cookie covered in cotton candy cream cheese frosting with a sprinkle of popping candy. Or what about the caramel shortbread featuring Twix? Mm. Now, this is a buttery sugar cookie that they fill with Twix pieces, and then they top it with that gooey layer of caramel and then chili milk chocolate and then crunchy chopped Twix pieces on top of that. This week, also the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And they also have the milk chocolate chip. It's the classic cookie. You can't go wrong. The one that's there all the time at Crumble. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with those milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the app. All you have to do is search Crumble Cookies or order online and save yourself some time when you go to crumblecookies.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by the man who taught Matthew McConaughey how to play the bongos in his birthday suits. He's on the All right. He's on the go. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shane's Bites. Dr. Shane's Bites. Dr. Shane's Bites. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University, the one and only Dr. Shane Spites. At full disclosure, okay, we were fully clothed during those lessons. <laughs> during the lessons. There, there was no, yeah, there was no birthday suit. That was something yeah. he added later on. Got it. The bongo lessons that, that, that I provided, we were fully clothed. Got it. Hey, did you see that he's about to do a seminar, he being Matthew McConaughey, uh, on how to live, he's going to do a seminar coming up on Monday. The art of living. Uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. The art yeah. of living. Yeah, the okay. art of living. L i v i n. That's living. what it is, man. Hey, if you want to get signed up, I just want you to know you can go to artoflivingevent dot com, and then you can uh, come back and tell us about it. Okay? I'm already signed up, Shane. Of course you do. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> early early bird special. Yeah, I mean. So we, tur- oh. we turn to Dr. Spites and we say, hey, man, tell us what's going on in the medical community. So I know you, you, know, you go through all this data, you go through all these studies, and, and you have all this information. Uh, what is valuable information this morning? So there's a couple of cool things that kind of ran across uh, my desk, to be honest with you, that I thought might be worth sharing. Um, one of them is actually some new findings. It's a test that they created um, that they're still, still working on, but it's, a, it's an early test for Parkinson's disease. Um, and basically, they, they have been able to isolate this specific uh, molecule in the blood that is like an early predictor of Parkinson's disease. So, um, and this is, this is really cool because there's lots of things. I got another, another piece on cancer that I'll talk to you about in a second. Mm-hmm. We're getting some really good research 
coming out on these early detection tests, whether it be for cancer, whether it be for heart disease, whether it be for like this in Parkinson's disease, these are going to be game changers. Once we can refine it and once it becomes something that, I mean, really that you can go to your local Walgreens or your local doctor's office and get it done, this is going to be a huge impact on a large, uh, large percentage of the population. Um, so, so I think that that's going to be exciting. This, is, this one, this um, study was uh, interesting enough. Was funded by the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Oh, um, you, most yeah, I know that he's got Parkinson's and he's put a lot of his um, money behind uh, research, Parkinson's research. And so this is, I mean, kudos to to him and his organization. This is paying off. This looks like uh, this is going to be a, a neat. Neat test. It'll be. It's not available now. Uh, again, still working. We have to, you know, work out all the bugs and everything. But the, the uh, initial data looks really good in terms of being able to identify uh, people really early on with Parkinson's to so use it like a almost like a screening test. So when I see you know videos of him making appearances or doing interviews, it's heartbreaking to see this guy who was you know one of America's favorites uh, going through this disease. It I mean just starts to strip your life away. It's really sad. Oh my gosh, no, it is, and, and and like I said, kudos to him. I mean, he's still, I mean, for a long time, he's still been out there doing things. You know, he's still been. Uh, I see, I saw him on stage not that long ago uh, doing some events. So he's you know still kind of out there trying to trying to live his life. But I mean, you know, and also here he is behind the scenes putting money up for for this kind of research that's going to provide these kind of uh, tests that'll really be like I said, game changing. Because the sooner you can intervene on some of these diseases you know, the the better quality of life and even the longevity of life that can occur. So that's that's good news. So at this point that there's not really something that can make uh, Parkinson's disease better, but how how no. would you how would you intervene early to make it where maybe it doesn't affect you as long? Do you know how that works? So some of the medications uh might be in might be started sooner. Okay. And that's really kind of what we're you know, it's the whole thing if we can identify it sooner. Now Next level, what happens is, is next level is, hey, can we do something to intervene from a genetic standpoint? This is a whole different study of medicine um, where we can actually go in and we can change what the body's doing. And so let's say it's producing an abnormal protein. Let's say there's a defect, a genetic defect or something. All of a sudden, something starts being created differently. And now all of a sudden, you have this large buildup of, of, uh, of, of, a, of a molecule that's causing the disease. Can we reverse that? And so the more that we learn about it, the more that we find out about, you know, really the absolute causes and the, um, the entire process of how some of these diseases work, mm-hmm. the better we are to be able to sit down and say, hey, if we intervene at this point in the process, we could potentially reverse this disease. Is that the and same? That, and that's, just, that's almost mind blowing. Is that the same type of thing, though, that we're trying to do with cancer as well, to isolate the gene yes. or the cell and know exactly how to, to, to flip it? Yeah, and, and, and one of the big things about cancer, you know, right, and, and I've always said, I said, we're going to, you know, and this is just the way medicine is, you know, we look back 50 years and say, oh, I can't believe that's the way we treated this. Or I said, at some point, we're going to look back and say, oh, you know, we do the best that we can right now with what we have, but we'll look back and say, oh, I can't believe we treated cancer the way we did, you know, in 2023. What's going to happen is it'll be this gene therapy, or basically we will train your body to attack the cancer. Your body does a better job than anything we have on the shelf or in an IV or anything we can pump into you or, you know, spray you with or anything like that. Your body does a better job. And so how is it that we can give the body the tools it needs to be able to, to identify these different diseases and cancers and be able to attack it itself? And so to your point, Brandon, if we can train the body and say, hey, look, here's what this cancer cell looks like. Now mount a response and go attack it. Mm-hmm. 
then your body does the work. And, and it's far better at it than, like I said, than anything that any drug or medication that we can give right now. So that's kind of the holy grail, for lack of a better term, in terms of um, what we'd like to see. Uh, we're not there yet. Um, the research continues to improve, and we get closer and closer. Um, but that's really the that's where we'd like to be is, is that level there so we can train the body to really fight it off and attack it. With all the research that's being done, uh, do you think we'll ever get to a point in our lifetime where we see that this is the way that we treat it? No, absolutely. And it'll um, and th- these are things that'll um, when you think about what most people die from. When we talk about heart disease and cancer. Um, being able to reverse some of that, I mean, that's truly where these conversations say, well, you know, yeah, absolutely, we can see people live into you know a hundred, a hundred and ten, a hundred and twenty, a hundred and thirty. Because you're reversing some of this aging process or some of the things that happen as we get older. So as we get older, you know, things, you know, don't work as well. So sometimes when our cells are making copies of things, they make mistakes. And that's really where cancer cells originate from. And there's a whole there's different environmental things that obviously go into that as well. Uh, that they can increase the risk of a mistake occurring whenever you're whenever you're creating these different cells. But being able to then intervene once that mistake has been made and reverse it. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, that's that's just a game changer. That's a whole different ball game there that we're talking about. We've entered into a whole new era once we're able to do that. Now, I know <clears throat> you don't know for sure, but like, is that something we'll see in ten years, twenty years, thirty years? What do you think if you were to put a best guess out there? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. It, um, we would probably be lucky to see it in in our lifetime. Okay. Um, certainly, our kids and our grandkids will see it. Oh, wow. I believe that. I, I believe that the um, as long as we continue moving forward with at, you know at, at the accelerated rate of, of research and study and the things that we're doing now, and um, because there's there's just been so many just different discoveries just in the last probably gosh five to ten years. Um, there's been a lot of, of, um, of things that have come up that, you know, we're starting to unlock these different um, things that we didn't know and understand before. And it's all of these, you know, so A plus B plus C plus, you know, we're, we're again, just digging down to, to find out all of that and figure out how it works. We'll get there. We absolutely will get there. It's hard to know when, uh, and, it, you know, typically it's going to be some big breakthrough that sets us, you know, that pushes us forward 10 or 15 years. Um, it's hard to know when that'll happen, but on the cancer side, there's a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of money being put into that cancer research to be able to, specifically the gene therapy is what I'm talking about uh, there. Um, and some of that would translate over uh, into heart disease. So I don't really know how this works, but let's say, you know, we get to the point where somebody figures it out, the researcher, the scientist, the lab that figures that out. Like, are they all of a sudden instant billionaires because they, they figured this out? Is that the way medicine would work? So typically, you know, some pharmaceutical company is probably going to capitalize on it and it's going to be some yeah hundred thousand dollar drug or something like that uh, um you know probably dubbed the fountain of youth or something uh, so it would be something like that and you know unfortunately that's the way it's happened with a lot of things and so whether it be uh you know a new medication that came that came out there i mean we've got you could talk to lots of patients there's lots of medicines now that are thousands of dollars a month uh, to take um, and insurance helps out on that, but then people have to pay for some of that out of their pocket. Um, and I think that's unfortunate. I think because then it really creates this the haves and the have nots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think depending on what it is that happens and how life changing it is, um, it might be that that um, 
you know, state governments or somebody steps in and says, look, we're going to subsidize this for the population or we're going to, you know, find a way to make this more affordable um, or, you know, there'll be some hard conversations, I'm sure, that occur. Because you're right, because whoever the company is or the, the group of scientists are, you know, they're going to they're going to want to. They're going to want to reap the benefit from that kind of research. I mean, can you imagine being that team? Like, that's ridiculous. Anyway, so oh, yeah. uh, what else do you have for us this morning? So, um, well, speaking I'm going to speak, speaking of cancer, this is kind of a shout-out. Um, they changed the age on screening for colon cancer. Oh. And so it used to be everybody at age 50 needed a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. They dropped that down to age 45. And the reason why, and this is kind of an, an update article I was reading, we're seeing a higher incidence of colon cancer in younger individuals, specifically those between, really between 45 and 55, mm. we're seeing an uptick in the number of cases. Okay. So for those individuals that are listening or, you know, you've got people that, that are in your family, if they fall in that range and they have not been screened for colon cancer, you need to get screened. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. Not excited about it, you know, like that kind of thing. I get it, you know. I don't really want to go to sleep. I don't know the whole procedure, right? You know, the prep, blah blah blah. At a minimum, I would say you can get there's a there's a um, there's like a, a take home test that you can do. It's a fit test. Um, highly recommend that you can get it from your doctor's office if you fall in that age group. At a minimum, do that. But we do recommend the colon cancer, the actually colonoscopy, uh, to be done age forty five and older. Um, and and once once you've done it, if you're clear, everything's fine. There's no issues. You're typically good for ten years. Oh, um, so it's not something you do every year. It's a it's like an every ten year thing. But the reason why it's a big deal is because the second most common cause of cancer death amongst men and women. So for you know for men, most men are if they're going to die from cancer, it's going to be lung, colon, or prostate. And for women, they're going to die from lung, breast, or colon. So colon cancer hits both both genders, and that's why that's a big deal. Um, is the screening and and the, the because in colon cancer it grows from the inside of the colon. If they see it, they can go ahead and actually remove it right then, and it's not something where you typically have to get radiation or chemotherapy or anything like that. Right. Like it's it's completely curable if you can snip it out early, and it's it's an early detection thing. Um, so again, game changer in terms of uh, individuals getting cancer. I do believe, and I'll just be honest, I do believe there's going to be a lot of people who are my age who are going, oh, Shane, why are you telling us this? Oh, no, absolutely. I, look, I, I'm in that group. I don't want to do yeah. <laughs> like, I got. I'm like, oh, my, my wife is born. It's like, so when are you going to get scheduled? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe this summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but how reliable yeah. are the ones that, that you know the doctor can send you home with? Like, is that is that you 90% know, or is that 50%? Are, reliable actually those have gotten really good now here's the deal the 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 the, the caveat is is in the is is if if that test comes back positive you got to get the colonoscopy anyway yeah so if you, if you do that at home test then you the you still got it and it comes back positive then you've got to get that and you have to do that take-home test more often if you do the colonoscopy you're good for 10 years mm-hmm. if you do the fit test depending on on, on what your risk factors are, you got to do that like every three to five. But like reliability, okay. is it is it nine? <laughs> reliability, good. well, because it, no, it's pretty reliable. I mean, it is pretty reliable. Now, it's not as reliable as the um, as colonoscopy, right. because in colonoscopy, it's direct visualization. 
Sure. So you got the, the you know the, the physician there physically looking inside your colon and saying yes this looks good uh, versus uh, the uh, the genetic test that uh, or it's it's a syndrome it's looking for pieces of genetic material more than you want to know but um, yeah sure it's pretty no it's pretty it's it's really reliable actually that that fit test it's gotten a lot better um, and that's been really just in the last several years those those tests have gotten and the studies have shown that they've gotten really reliable so. I'm saying that's better than nothing, sure. but it's not as good as colonoscopy. But you know which way I would lean, right? At least initially. Exactly. He's freaking out. Yeah. He's already freaking out. Nervous. I get it. And, and yeah, and, and so so then for you, yeah, do the fit test. I mean, do the fit test, and then and then just have that conversation with your doctor. <clears throat> oh no, that that's you, doctor. And then we'll and then we'll oh, kind of go no. from there. Oh, hey, he no. does have a birthday this Friday. No, that doesn't mean anything, though. It does when he's oh, when he's forty six. No, I'm forty four coming up on Friday. No, you're saying that because he said forty five was the day. Uh huh. Big day. Uh, hey, you know what? <gasps> what? We could do that. We could schedule that on your birthday. No, we're not. What a great huh? birthday no, surprise. Birthday Brandon. This is no- <laughs> You're gonna feel you're gonna feel a little bit of pressure. Don't no, worry about it. No, oh, wow. I'm not. Not my birthday. That would be the worst <laughs> thing ever. Uh, be anyway. awesome. Are you kidding me? No, that's not awesome hey, for anybody. I can make that happen for you. I know people. I can no, make that no, oh, no, no, you're not volunteering. <laughs> Y'all, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. And and let's be real for a second. The idea that this guy who has the level of knowledge and uh, the study that he's done comes on here and jokes with us and gives us real information every Wednesday morning. Super valuable, and we appreciate what you do, not only for us on the radio, but really for you know the people that you're teaching, the young people you're teaching through NYIT, and then uh, what you do in the clinic as well. We appreciate what you do, Shane. No, happy to do it. Appreciate you guys too. Thank you so much. Hey, send me one of those at homes, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'll set you up. All right, sounds good. <laughs> See you, man. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Here. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Forrest. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. Wednesday, April the 19th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy belated birthday from yesterday. Goes out to Gavin Lunsford of Gosnell, who turned 10 years old. Double digits. Happy birthday, Gavin. Dude, 10 years old, Gavin Gosnell. Uh, Your family says they love you so much. So happy birthday, man. Hope you had a great birthday. Celebrating today, Jackson Williams of Newport is 14. Shelby Gibbons of Arkadelphia celebrates today. Robert Crestman of West Memphis has a birthday. Jerry Spencer, happy birthday. Shannon Hobbs from Wynn is celebrating. Terry Carlite of Jonesboro has a birthday. And Caroline Crawford of Jonesboro celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Russian tennis star Maria Sharapova. She's 36 today. Is she She's the grunter. Okay, I when she's playing she, tennis, I she grunts. You were doing some type of martial art. No, Shane sent me that test. Okay. 
Okay. What? Brandon. What? Happy birthday today to Troy Palomalu. He is uh, 42 today, retired Pittsburgh Steelers superstar. Uh-huh. Oh, and he was the one that did the Head and Shoulders commercials. Yeah. Happy birthday to <laughs> Hayden Christensen, who is 42. That's Anakin Skywalker in the Star Wars prequels. Kate Hudson is 44. You know her from Almost Famous and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Happy birthday to Joanna Gaines. She's 45 today. Of course, you know her from Fixer Up. Fixer Upper on HGTV. And Magnolia. Yep. James Franco is 45 today. Ashley Judd is 55. You know her from the Divergent movies and Where the Heart Is. Oh, that's a good one. I have seen that movie. That's a really good one. With Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman had a baby in Walmart. You are In a right. tent. Yes. Yeah, just so you know, that's real. Good for you. Okay. I don't know about real. No. But. And happy birthday today to Matt Stell, who is 39 from Center Ridge, Arkansas. Every single day before I knew your name, I couldn't see your face, but I pray for you. Every heart Matt Stell celebrating his birthday today. Somebody's got her in their shirt. Somebody's texting her at work. Somebody's got a picture on their dash. Somebody's going fishing. Happy birthday to Arkansas's Matt Stell. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Matt Stell, who turns 39 today. Happy birthday, Matt. Hope you have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined in studio this morning by Cassie Wright, who, uh, number one, has brought gifts. She's brought so much. She came in with her arms full of stuff. Number one, we have the fork from the fork cancer event that we're Mm -hmm. doing tomorrow night, because Cassie's a part of that. Uh, she's also a big part and the, the leading person behind Big Heart Animal Rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give us a quick update on what you're looking like with that? Do we still have a lot of dogs that need to be adopted? Always. always. And I still need donations. Uh, mm-hmm. I took some to the vet last Thursday, and after that, my rescue account was down to about 400 bucks. So that's not going to save a whole lot of dogs. Yeah. So at this point, it's uh, if I don't get some donations, I will not be rescuing for a little bit. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That bothers you, doesn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. You know, I think last time I told you I wasn't really sleeping. Well, it's I'm I'm still not sleeping. So <laughs> probably 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 less now. <laughs> Cassie hadn't slept in three months yeah. because, <laughs> because she's out there trying to help these animals. When when you end up with these dogs or cats or whatever you're trying to rescue, what is it? People just drop them off places or leave them out and. In the fields or what? They're being dumped at record numbers right now. Um, Every day I'm getting multiple messages of people saying, hey, this dog was dumped. This dog was dumped. Actually, I have one right now. She's a little white dog with a half tan face, and she's the absolute most perfect dog. Uh, She was dumped at my parents' house. Um, So... She's at my house right now. <laughs> just think about, like, imagine, you know, because we have these, these we have three dogs in my house, right? I just can't imagine taking one of our dogs and just dropping them somewhere and say, hey, fend for yourself. Right? Even if you don't look at your dogs like we do, yes. you know, as like your children and members of the family, like, I don't understand, like, how you do that. Well, think about that poor little innocent dog who's all of a sudden going, wait, where am I? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Where are my people? And they will wait oh. where they're dropped. Don't say that. They wait for their owners to come back. It is one of the saddest things you will ever see. Yeah. 
I want that, that to resonate. I want people I know. to hear that. I they know. don't care. And but the thing is, like, it is a crime. So mm-hmm. if anyone sees someone just dumping a dog, you know, get their get their license plate number, their vehicle model mm-hmm. color, and you know, you can call the police department. And I do like I brag on animal control and you yeah. know our mayor and stuff all the time. But like they take that seriously here. Thankfully, uh, that's heartbreaking though. So if people want to help. How can they find out more about Big Heart? I always suggest just going to my Facebook page or Instagram, but Facebook is, uh, I check that way more often, but it's just Big Heart Animal Rescue on Facebook. And that's not the real reason you're here either, because you're you're so, she's so civic-minded. She volunteers for everything, yes. So I think Big Heart, we're just going to nickname you Big Heart. <laughs> yes. Because she's saying, let's help with cancer, let's help with the dogs, and now you're a part of a golf tournament coming up for St. Mary's School uh, in Paragould. Tell me why this is something you're out there you know, I guess being a champion for and trying to get people to be a part of. So I don't have kids of my own, but I do have a nephew who is like my own. And he goes to St. Mary's and they are just, they are absolutely wonderful with him. They take the time to give him, you know, one-on-one attention if he needs a little extra help here or there. And they do that with all of the kids. So I just, whenever I found out that they were kind of needing some help with fundraising and events and stuff i offered to help just because of how awesome they are over there let's lay it out like this because there's going to be people who hear us and they're like hey that's a private school and you know people pay to go to the school and blah 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 uh but the truth is is they try to keep tuition low so people can send their kids to the school but at the same time keeping tuition low makes it hard on them Right. Yeah, I think that's kind of a misconception for their school in particular. You know, they're a private school, so everyone thinks, well, it's going to be too expensive. Mm -hmm. We can't afford that, so they don't even check into it. But St. Mary's is way less than what you would imagine a private school would would cost. And so, yeah, they're 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 struggling a little bit uh, right now because the tuition is so low, but they also give out scholarships so that kids can go for free Mm -hmm. um so they have big hearts and uh you know they they just want to help 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 but now they need help no at some point you can help 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 and all of a sudden you end up in a situation where you're going oh my gosh we've helped so many people Mm -hmm. now we need to get out of the kind of like the hole that they've dug and and are we at a point where if people don't help that the school's in jeopardy are we there are we close or yeah i would i would say so and I, i mean I hope that they don't mind me saying that. I don't think they do because I think that people need to know like how wonderful they are um, so that, you know, but they also need to know the situation is, I mean, it's, it's not great right now so that maybe people will help. So you guys have a golf tournament coming up next month. We're uh, about three or four weeks away from it. Thursday, May the 11th at the Paragould Country Club. Tell us about this golf tournament and how people can can be a part of this and have a way that they can get out and play golf and enjoy springtime weather. Like I, I know every time we say, hey, there's a golf tournament, it's going to be in the middle of a work day, and it's probably going to be pretty. People are like, yeah. sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. So last year was the first year that we did it. Um, we had a great turnout. It was a, it was a great time. So we're doing it again. We're going to try to do this every year that we can. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be May 11th at the Paragould Country Club, and uh, it's a four-person scramble. Mm-hmm. There will be cash prizes for first, second, third place, and then also prizes for the longest drive, longest putt, and closest to pin. 
The registration fee is $500, and that includes your green fees, lunch, cart, and driving range balls. Oh, nice. So really, get your four-person team together, throw that in there, and get a day off work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or have your work pour, and get pay lunch. for it. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. have the work pay for it, and they'll write it off. Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's a non nonprofit. Um, so, and then if you, if you want to register, you can call Brian Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think I should like put the number or just. We can put it up to, online too. Okay. Cause that's, no one's going to remember if I'm just <laughs> saying these numbers on the radio. Or send them a text. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they can, I'll, I'll, I'll put his email. So it's a uh, Brian Tom, Brian dot Thompson at anchorpack.com. Okay. Y'all can put that up too, because I'm no. sure nobody's going to remember that. No, but yeah, we have um, we have the flyers for that. We can share. And then um, they can go to St. Mary's Facebook page, and all of the information is on there as well. Um, and then they're gonna we we do need sponsors. Um, and last year we did goodie bags for all of the golfers. So mm-hmm. if you have items like people did trail mix and water and stuff last year. So if you want to donate that, we would absolutely be grateful for that. So, again, it happens on May the 11th. You can find out more if you look up uh, St. Mary's uh, Catholic School on Facebook. And, again, the event happens at the Paragould Country Club. I would assume there's going to be a lot of people in Greene County who are going to hear this, who have either sent their kids through the school or know somebody who works there. And they're like, I didn't realize they were in this situation. We should do something to help. I certainly hope so. So, again, you can find out more. Search St. Mary's Catholic School on Facebook or email Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot Thompson at anchorpack.com to find out more about the golf tournament. And Cassie, we'll see you, I guess, tomorrow night at Fort Cancer, too. Yes, I'm so excited about that. All right. So that's happening tomorrow. We'll talk more with Jennifer Clay about that coming up here in just a few minutes. This is the K-Fine Breakfast Club powered by Families. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Jennifer Clay from the American Cancer Society, who is busy at work this morning on Fork Cancer. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I am ready for tomorrow. How about y'all? Hey, we're ready. Thanks for inviting us to be a part of the event. And I know you were looking for some good hosts. Unfortunately, they weren't available, but we're going to be there. (laughs) We'll take what we can get. We're good. (laughs) Bottom of the barrel over here. Hey, are you still in Pocahontas? No, I'm in Jonesboro now. Oh, you moved. Brandon, years ago. When did you move? Uh, 2020. Like right. I said, years ago. But I have, okay, it was COVID. I forgot because of COVID. Oh, that's yes, it. yes. So, so tell us about this event. The American Cancer Society, Fort Cancer, Northeast Arkansas, put together by the Young Professionals of the American Cancer Society. Uh, this is a first time event for Jonesboro. And when we heard about it, man, we were like, "Hey, sign us up!" Because it involves food and drinks. Exactly. What better? So this is a um, signature event um, for the American Cancer Society. Um, it's been done um, in a couple of other towns, and we just really liked the idea of it. and thought it really matched Northeast Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great vibe. It, it's a taste of events. So we've got around 20 restaurants that are coming out and um, bringing bites of their favorite dish. Um still get to go around and taste all the food. We're having a mixology contest 
where we've got some local mixologists that are coming together to make their favorite drinks um, with um, Story and then Tito's is come in, and both of them are donating <laughs> their pro- product. Ooh, and on, then um, they get to draw three other ingredients and make those drinks on the spot. Wait, when you and say then, when you say draw three other ingredients, they get to choose what they want, or they're going to pick at random draw. Oh, they pick at random. Oh my! Gosh. And then right, so then the guests get a chance to vote for their favorite. And, and that will be the signature drink of the night. So we're really excited about that. Um, oh, my goodness. We have um, a band. Uh, Greasy Tree is coming out. Yeah. Um, of course, Dispense Entertainment is going to kick us off. Um, wow, it's just going to be an amazing night. Well, I think around here in Northeast Arkansas, you know, we talk, we joke often about, hey, what do you do when you're happy? You eat. What do you do when you're sad? You mm-hmm. eat. What do you want to do to celebrate? You eat. We are an eating culture. I think Americans are an eating culture anyway. And if you tell me I can go to one place and sample 20 different restaurants and their best foods, I'm in. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And we're having it out at the Jonesboro Airport at the um the Fowler family has graciously donated their hanger for oh. us to have the event at, so it's somewhere different mm-hmm. and um, just a great, fun atmosphere event tonight, tomorrow night. So the reason we're doing this is to raise money for the American Cancer Society. So it's it's a two-pronged thing. Yes, you're going to have a great time. Yes, you're going to have great food. Yes, you're going to be able uh, to enjoy some beverages. But the reason we're doing this is for the American Cancer Society and their patient transportation and grant program. Jennifer, for people who don't know about that, why is that such an important thing for us to raise money for? Absolutely. So cancer is hard. We all know that. But getting back and forth to treatment should not be. So we have found that the largest barrier, especially in our area, is uh, for cancer patients getting actually getting to their treatment. Right. They'll have insurance. They have a doctor. They have a plan. Um, everything's in place. They just don't have a way to get back and forth to treatment. Mm-hmm. So that is where we are stepping in. Um, last year, the American Cancer Society was able to give over $278,000 to healthcare systems in Arkansas to turn around and give to their patients um, in form of gas cards or Uber rides or um, hotel rooms to allow them to get the treatment that they need. Um, We were able to do, um, let's see, $17,500 to each of the healthcare systems in Northeast Arkansas with cancer centers. So we are, like, insanely happy about that. And every penny from this event goes towards that same um, uh, grant system again for next year. So we'll be able to award even more money to and allow more cancer patients to get back and forth to treatment next year. Well, and it's not only just to that program, but it's specifically to people of Arkansas. Like we're raising it, money yes. for people at home who are going through this. Yes, 100%. It is um, 100% of these funds. Again, it's for the um, patient um, transportation and lodging program Mm -hmm. here in Arkansas. 
So again, it's Fork Cancer for the American Cancer Society. It happens tomorrow night from 6 until 10. It's a way that you can get out and have great food and some great beverages and see a whole bunch of people. And when you talk about YPACs, young professionals, I've looked at some of the people that you guys have invited to be a part of this and some of the people who have RSVP'd. This is going to be kind of like a, a who's who of younger Northeast Arkansas. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we still have tickets available. Okay. So you can go to ForkCancerNEA.com and get your ticket. Um, And then if you can't make it, please feel free to go to the same website, make a donation and donate a ride to get someone back in court to their treatment. Mm, That'd be awesome. Again, it's going to be a lot of fun. It happens tomorrow night. It's Fork Cancer and you can find out more at ForkCancerNEA.com. Jennifer, it's always great to chat with you and catch up with you, and we will see you tomorrow night at the Fowler Hangar. Yes, sounds amazing. Can't wait to see y'all. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning in studio by Poff the Magic Dragon. (laughs) No, that's... Living that's been my nickname for years, man. Really? Rodney Poff. Has it really? Yeah. Poff the Magic Dragon. You don't think I had this tattoo on my leg for nothing? Let me right? see. No. Puff you the do Magic not. Dragon? You have a tattoo? Yeah, I've had it for about 20 years. No, you have not. Is it? It is. Shut up. He really does. He's serious. He's been inked. Yeah. Is there anything else? You still have that lower back tattoo? He says that to everybody no. on the show. Uh, no. How do you answer that? Uh, no. No. I had it. Rem- no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which one of us in this room out of the three of us has the lower can, back tattoo? You what? Can, you can. I can't say what you can do right now. What are you talking uh-huh. about? Rodney. Let's show tattoos. Here's my new tattoos. Kelly, show Rodney your tattoo. Right here where oh. my dad signed. Okay. That's very cool. My father who passed away, Brandon. How do you feel? Like a million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You doing okay? Yeah, doing good. It's been a few weeks since you've uh, come in here and tried to sabotage me. I never try. To no, sabotage. you do. You sabotage me in text. No, but I don't, you sabotage. I don't try. I know. It's just it just too comes easy. natural. Yeah. I know. Thank you. Hey, the other day, uh, was it you who fired up at me about texting again on my Facebook, and then other people then respond like you're roasting me, like I'm I've been roasted. Everyone loves it when Rodney responds to you. It's always pretty hateful. Hello? Only hey, only only to you. Right. Rodney, does he bring it on himself? He brings everything Thank on you. himself. No, see, the great thing is is Rodney has his own fan club for calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Hey, thanks, y'all. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So Rodney Poff, Jonesboro Occasions Magazine. Uh, hey, we just spoke about the Fort Cancer event, uh, which is coming up tomorrow night. There's a big feature on Fort Cancer in Occasions this That's morning. right. And... Uh, just to re- reiterate, they're going to have that uh, tomorrow night, Thursday yep. night, six to ten at the uh, at the airport, Fort Cancer NEA, uh, which is a benefit for ACS. Uh, the event includes food uh, from more than twenty local restaurants, beverages, and music. Uh, to purchase tickets, wait, are they sold out yet? No, they still have okay. a few tickets left. Mm-hmm. Um, go to forkcancernea.givesmart. Dot com yep. slash tickets. No, and the great thing about this, as we talked about with Jennifer Clay and we talked about it with Cassie Wright a little bit ago, like this is a way that we get to go out, we get to raise money, but at the same point, 
We have food from 20 different great area restaurants yeah. and beverages. That's right. Like, you're going to have trouble getting us to go home. That's right. <laughs> you know, like, it ain't a trouble to get us there. It's right. a trouble to make us leave. But that's tomorrow night. Uh, fork Cancer for the American Cancer Society. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, the Foundation of Arts will present the second annual Oasis Film and Digital Media Festival at the Foreign Theater in downtown Jonesboro. This festival will include film showings, speakers, workshops, and more. Go to oasisfest.org for information on that. And then Saturday, tied in with that, the sixth annual Oasis Arts and Eats Festival will take place downtown Jonesboro at 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock Saturday. Uh, the event will feature visual artists and crafters, local food vendors, uh, live music performances, kid-friendly activities, and more. Uh, free to the public. Mm-hmm. And again, go to oasisfest.org for more information on that. No, FOA and uh, you know the Downtown Jonesboro Alliance, they do great events together collectively to bring people downtown. I was looking at their Facebook page this morning, and I saw that Tara Perry is going to be in town with the movie festival. And Tara Perry was a Jonesboro girl right. who uh, went on to, to work in uh, you know television and film. But at the same point, when Kai was a kid, he loved watching her on Fresh Beat Band. Yes. Was that Nickelodeon or Disney? I think it was Nickelodeon, right? I think it was Nickelodeon. But the idea that she's going to be downtown doing a, a deal cool. with, the, with the movies is pretty cool. Very cool. So, again, that's happening this weekend downtown. That's right. And then Sunday, uh, the Delta Symphony Orchestra will present Young Artist Concert, uh, 2 o'clock at the Ryslin Hall at the Fowler Center. This event will feature the winners of its nationwide 2023 Young Artist Competition and a children's chorus from area schools. Purchase tickets, uh, go to deltasymphonyorchestra.org or just call 761-8254. And again, there is a brand new website for Jonesboro Occasions Magazine. It's been relaunched, revamped, redone. I'm sure you're getting great response for that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um, it, it was it was time. No, so it was good. So Rodney Poff joins us in studio this morning. He is Poff the Magic Dragon, <laughs> and as Poff, I can't. It doesn't really work that way. And as Mr. Rodney Poff says so eloquently every <laughs> Wednesday morning, what do I say? It's been a while. Pop off. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro. Back with Wet Nose Wednesday. Dr. Reed, good morning, kind sir. How are you? Hey, doing great. Looking forward to another beautiful day. No, hey, like today, sunshine, 81. Maybe a little bit of rain tomorrow, but then by the weekend, it's going to cool off. We're talking like uh, 60s by the weekend. I kind of like the 80s myself. Uh, yeah, in fact, I need to go get a bunch of salt to get my uh, get in my pool and get the chlorinator going now that the uh, temperature is going to Hopefully consistently stay above 50 degrees. It's going to be nice. Hey, well, Kelly, I know two years ago you kicked Kelly out of your neighborhood for what she did in the pool. (laughs) Will she be allowed to come back this year? You're an idiot. Her probation period is effectively over on uh, Memorial Day. Sweet. I'll be be there with bells on. (laughs) And that's going to be it. (laughs) Okay. No one needs to see Just like two years ago. Kevin, we turn to yep. Dr. Reed and we say, hey, man, tell us what's happening with our pets. What do you have for us this morning? Well, this is interesting, and, and I, I, I didn't really think, I, you know, of course, it's always in the back of my mind, but I actually had a case that came in uh, two days ago, Monday, actually, 
right before lunch, and one of my assistants came back and said, hey, we've got an emergency coming in. Um, uh, this owner has a cat that uh, it's vomiting blood and it's bleeding from its eye. And so I'm trying to run through my mind, you know, what would cause that? And, you know, oh, my gosh, this cat's going to be bad. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but the point is, uh, in, in veterinary medicine, uh, one of the most important things, even probably as much as has as much importance as the physical examination or lab work or any diagnostics, is taking a good history. And, you know, the only way we can get that is from the the owner and the client. The client. Uh, they have to tell us what, you know, what's been going on with their pet, how it's been acting, you know, how long it's been sick, what signs are they seeing. And, you know, you always hear, well, you know, veterinarians, their patients can't talk to them. So you, you just got to, you know, you got to figure it out. But, you know, it's kind of like um, similar to maybe a PDS, pediatrician parent-child relationship. You know, I know pediatricians rely heavily on what the parents say about their children because if it's a very young child, you know, the child's not talking. And so in that sense, you know, our patients are, are similar because we can't ask them, you know, how they're feeling or what, where, what's been going on. And, um, and um, I read one study where going to an internist uh, and they take a history their diagnosis eventually, in 76% of the cases, pretty much matched what they thought initially or on their list of possibilities, you know, just from the history taken before they did any lab work or x-rays or any, any diagnostics. So I think there haven't been studies like that in, in veterinary medicine, but I think it's important because we need to know, since we haven't observed the patient, sometimes it's the first time I've ever seen the dog or cat, and I don't know a history on it. So, I, you know, we have to ask these questions and let the clients talk and tell us about it. So back to this cat that came in on Monday, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's going to be, you know, a disaster, you know, a train wreck probably. Mm-hmm. So the cat came in in a carrier, and I kind of looked through the, the little mesh on the side, and the cat was not breathing hard. And as I opened it, uh, got the cat out, it was, you know, kind of responded, kind of raised its back up as I pet it. Uh, petted it, and um, it did have a right eye that was protruding. Third eyelid was up. It wasn't out of the socket, but it was definitely, you know, there was enlarged and, and bigger appearing than the left eye. And I didn't see any blood anywhere. And I kind of lifted the lip and looked at the cat's gums, and, you know, they were nice and pink, and, you know, the cat wasn't frantic or in distress. So, but as I opened its mouth, it, it was kind of painful, and I thought, okay, I'm going to sedate the cat, so I do a thorough exam. So I did that, and um, I look in the mouth, and in the very back on the upper right side, this was the right eye that was swollen, but inside the mouth, there was a tiny, tiny little puncture wound. It wasn't, there wasn't any blood from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I then, I, I just, you know, I, I was trying to assess the cat's condition before I ever look at the at the file, and what was written there was that um, the cat had been on the counter, and it got a chopstick in its mouth, and it jumped off, oh. and with the chopstick in its mouth. Uh-uh. So, I so I kind of probed up in this wound. Now the cat was sedated, so I probed oh. up in the room with some forceps, and I thought, well, is there a piece of splinter up there? And looking at the eye, you know, the pupil was normal size. There wasn't any blood in the in the anterior chamber. You know, it looked clear, and the pupil was responsive. It was just kind of protruding. So I had uh, my assistant, I said, call the owners and see if the all of the 
chopstick is there, you know, make sure it didn't splinter off. And mm. so she came back and said, yeah, the whole chopstick is there. And uh, so, you know, without that, of course, you know, they have to be right there when they saw it. And I mm. think they, the cat jumped off, they turned around and blood was pouring from its mouth. It wasn't actually vomiting blood. It was coming out its mouth. Oh. And, um, there, and there wasn't any bleeding from the eye itself, but I think it probably had some blood on its face. And, you know, they thought it was coming from the eye because they saw the eye was kind of swollen. So uh, we basically, you know, I, I, I determined that there probably wasn't any actual damage to the eye itself, that it was some maybe a hematoma, some blood uh, and some swelling in the orbit behind the eye that was causing it to protrude. So we gave a... Uh, an anti-inflammatory medication and started on some antibiotics. And, um, you know, by the end of the day, the eye was less swollen. The cat woke up from the sedative and was, you know, feeling good and everything. So, you know, fortunately, they were there uh, and saw it happen. But had they come in and the cat was in another room um, and, you know, they may have seen the chopstick on the kitchen floor, but, you know, cats like to knock things off of elevated furniture and counters and that's just part of their existence i think but you know i would have i would have never come up with that diagnosis i would have seen there was something in the you know caused a a puncture in the cat's mouth in the roof of the Mm -hmm. mouth but you know i would have never thought it would have been a chopstick so you know it, it just made me realize how important it is for me or any veterinarian to listen to the owner's history when they're coming in with an ill animal or, or an animal with an issue or um, you know, some kind of health problem. And so for pet owners, you know, please, you know, be sure and give uh, your veterinarian every bit of information you can because that just helps us make a, you know, a quicker diagnosis. And, of course, we do rely sometimes on lab work and x-rays and other diagnostic methods. But it's uh, the patient history, you know, it's probably important for me as a veterinarian just to kind of sit there and listen for two or three minutes, however long it takes to, to listen to the history um, of the individual patient. So, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of learn something new every day, and I've been doing this for, you know, be 40 years next month. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, keep the challenges coming. Uh, that's what makes makes uh, work and life interesting. There you go, y'all. He is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care with Wet Nose Wednesday. Find out more about Vet Care at Vet dash care.com and on facebook when you search vet care jonesburg ladies and gentlemen this is the k-fine breakfast club hey welcome back everybody powered by family zinc we'll get back to the show now back to brandon baxter and kelly perry so we're joined this morning by michael Wewers from the foundation of arts in jonesboro and and michael as we talk to you today you guys are prepping for a a really busy couple of days in downtown jonesboro yeah, that is so true. This weekend is uh, the Oasis uh, Festival that we have. We have a digital media, digital Oasis Film, digital media festival, and also our Oasis Arts and East Festival. Yeah, so this has kind of turned into uh, a multi-step event. You know, initially when you guys started off, it was the Arts and Eats Festival, and now you guys have decided to to add in the film and digital. Tell me kind of the evolution of what you guys are doing and why this is something you guys wanted to add. Yeah, okay, so... To, to start off on the, the Oasis Arts and Eats, it is the sixth year going. It is the biggest that it's ever been. We have 50 artists 
um, that will be lined up in downtown Jonesboro on, on Saturday from 10 to 4. Um, you know, you want to come out, it'll be a great day to come and see what we've been building over these uh, last six years and how it's, uh, how it's grown. Uh, with, with that, you know, we are the Foundation of Arts. We are the Arts Organization for Northeast Arkansas. Uh, and we are always looking for new and to expand and to dip in everything that is art. Uh, so uh, we had this dream of having a film festival. We don't have one around here. Some of these bigger cities have them that are annual film festivals that, uh, you know, they bring a lot of people to their, their community, even from out of town. So right. we're looking to build on that. And we... We had a little a soft launch last year that we, we showed a film inside the forum, and we had some guest speakers that talked about the film and making film and some actors. And, uh, you know, it's gotten bigger this year. And uh, we wanted to overlay them a little bit just because we feel like we have all maybe the art, art artists already downtown and people who love art and everything mm-hmm. about art. It'll be a good hub and a good, uh, you know, to overlay it just so we can uh, get the word out there. And I'm sure that it's probably going to stand on its own before before long. One of the things with FOA that you guys like to talk about is, <clears throat> you know, everybody has an artistic ability. Sometimes you just have to kind of, you know, dig in and figure out what it is, but it's find the artist in you. And and really at events like this, you're going to have all kinds of people down there from every walk of life. And, man, maybe they're going to find something that they feel like that could be their specialty uh, and plug into that. I think that's exciting because not only are you showcasing, you know, some great talent, but you're probably going to bring in new people to the arts that haven't experienced it just yet. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's a great way of putting it, too. Um, and I'm sure people probably have done this. You know, if, if you feel like that you have maybe a little bit of that artistic ability or you want to unleash it, if you're going through and you're seeing some of these people's work of art, somebody somewhere will say, man, I could do that. Oh, I know I could do that. I can make that piece. I could do something like that, you know, to inspire other people to try is uh, one of the beautiful things, you know, for sure. I was telling Kelly earlier today that I was going through and I was looking through both of the different events that you guys are putting together. But with the film event, uh, I saw there were a couple of friends of mine with well, one friend of mine, Hunter West, who's going to be coming in uh, with Ridge Runners uh, Films, who's going to be doing a deal where he's going to be speaking. And and then I saw that Tara Perry, who is a Jonesboro girl who's gone on to you know be an actress and a movie producer and director. She's coming back home uh, to be a part of the film fest as well. And these these different workshops, it seems like you guys have have really found some unique talent, some special people to come in and educate people. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, on the, the Film Fest, actually starts on Friday night. We'll have Ridge Runners uh, from Hunter West, and uh, it'll be at the Forum Theater uh, with the Q&A afterwards. So, you know, that's going to be kicking it off. And then we, we go right back into Saturday where we'll have films, uh, showing films all day long from 9, uh, 9 o'clock till right at 7 o'clock uh, Saturday night. So we'll have films all day long here at the Forum and also in the Municipal Building. But then also we have these great workshops that are free to the public, and they start on Friday at 4.30 uh, with Ramona Yancey. She'll be teaching uh, a class on acting. Uh, and then Saturday from 10 till 5, about 6 o'clock, we have classes all throughout the day. We have starting at 10 o'clock, so we got Croy Province. We'll be t- uh, teaching acting for film. Mm-hmm. 11, o'clock, 11 o'clock, we got Cody Bush and Croy. We'll be teaching improv. Uh, one to three, we got uh, Jordan Wayne Long and Terry Perry. We'll be teaching world be- world building for fi- future films mm-hmm. from inception to reality. 
that's going to be pretty awesome. And yeah. then 3D animation at one thirty, screenwriting at 2.30. I mean, it's just all day long. Come out and, uh, you know, enjoy this. This is going to be free to the public, so come on. Well, I think that's so neat because there's so many people who, like, let, let's say it's Tara Perry. She went, you know, from here, and she was on, uh, I think it was Nickelodeon, Fresh Beat Band. When Kai was a kid, we used to watch it all the time. It was one of his mm-hmm. favorite shows, and the idea that, you know, she's coming not only just to Arkansas, but coming back home, I think that's really neat that she gets to pour back in to her community. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and that's, you know, we, we're trying to bring in everything Northeast Arkansas for sure across the state. But whenever you have somebody who's from this region, from this area, you know, they just, that's like the icing on the cake that can come and, and talk about their experiences, where they've been, how far they've come, and uh, to really inspire others that even if you're living right here, you can do it too. Arts and Eats, Oasis Arts and Eats. Uh, you know, you got me at Eats. What kind of food are you gonna have down there? Well, you know, we have we'll have some food trucks down here. We got some of the local restaurants giving out free samples. You know, we have great restaurants all up and down Main Street. So it's gonna be a great time to get out, walk the streets to Main. You know, it's closed off, close traffic, mm-hmm. uh, wandered up and down Main Street, going to some of the, these wonderful restaurants we have, enjoy some of the kids' activities. A bunch of kids' activities will be here uh, out there for them to do. And also, uh, you know, get out there and see the community, see what a wonderful community we have here in Jonesboro. So, Michael Wewers, if people want to find out more about FOA or they want to find out about these events, where are the best spots they can get information? Yeah, you go to foajonesboro.org or go to oasisfest.org to find out more details on everything. Hey, man, great chatting with you, and best of luck this weekend. I know it's going to be busy, but I know you got it. You're going to take care of it, so thanks, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have a wonderful team, so I'm so grateful to have them. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's podcast, you'll hear all of the interviews that we conducted, including... Dr. Shane Spites, we talked about, you know, treating Parkinson's disease, finding a cure for cancer, which he does believe we'll find eventually. Uh, We chatted with him about that. We had Cassie Wright in studio. We talked about Big Heart Animal Rescue and the need uh, to help fundraise for Mm -hmm. St. Mary's Catholic School in Paragould. Uh, Jennifer Clay from the American Cancer Society was on. We talked about fork cancer. Rodney Poff showed up, unfortunately. Uh, we talked. <laughs> That's rude. We talked to Poff the Magic Dragon mm-hmm. about the events happening in Northeast Arkansas with the Jonesboro Occasions event roster. Dr. Kevin Reed talked about a cat who jumped off of a of a cabinet. With a chopstick in its mouth. Oh, my, oh my goodness. And then Michael Weavers gets it set up for the Oasis Arts and Eats Festival and the Film Festival. All of that is on today's podcast. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Masked Singer is on tonight, Abbott Elementary, Snowfall, The Mandalorian, the third season finale on Disney+. Plus. Tonight's schedule also includes Survivor, Riverdale, True Lies, and A Million Little Things. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.